Artists Worldwide. Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year, man. Yes. A new year, Oof. more growth, significant growth. I think 2019, a lot of people talk about you know, what's happening in 2020. Yeah. We're blessed. 2019 was very, very good to us. Yeah, man. It was, uh, it was our first year. Mm -hmm. Knocked out at more than 10 interviews. I think 15. Yeah. Some upwards around 13, 14, something like Between that. Between that, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it started right here in your living room. How about that? Is that crazy? It started right here in your living room, and we were just, we were just, we were just having a conversation. It started on Instagram after the World Cup. Dubai World Cup, yeah, the horse race. We hit each other up. Yeah. Because we had been connected in some photos and things like that. Right. Didn't know that the year before, <laughs> we were right beside each other taking pictures. No idea. Is that crazy? No idea, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, I meet so many people like that. <laughs> no, you, no, you, you were. I mean, you know, I mean, everybody wanted to take a picture with the dandy, man. You were killing them that day. But it's funny because if you can remember, I don't know, yeah. but it happened very quickly, Global Blood's podcast. We spoke over text message, DM, yeah. whatever. We had lunch or dinner two hours later. Right. Two days later. We were filming right we here. We were sitting right here. Yeah. Bro. Cause we just got it right away, you know. Right away, we knew we wanted, man. It's um, it's uh, something that you had cooking in your brain, and as soon as I heard like your vision, I was like, yeah, let's do that. So Heath, so good to be on your first episode of Global Brothers Podcast, man. Thank this you, is really man. dope, and I'm so glad to be a part of it. Thank you, man. It's a long time coming. Yeah, yeah. tell me more about you know the concept and the process of uh, thinking about it and everything. You know, it started with me watching podcasts. 2012, I thought about a podcast. Okay. It didn't come until 2019. And that just goes to show you that whatever we want yeah. doesn't happen when we want it, but it no. doesn't mean it's not, not going to happen. happen. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, um, no, it happened when it was supposed to, bro. Ooh, that reminded me of a dope quote. Uh, what kind of tree did, did our homie say? I know you know what I'm talking about because it goes around on Instagram like quite heavy. And he said, this certain kind of tree, it takes like five years to come out of the ground. Yeah, the seed's already planted, yeah. fertilizing. Yeah, yeah then like once it pops out. That. Yeah. And then he's like, imagine your neighbors watching you just like water in the ground and they're like, so I heard you're trying to grow something right there. Right, like, right. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. The Chinese bamboo tree takes five years to grow. They have to water and fertilize the ground where it is every day. And it doesn't break through the ground until the fifth year. But once it breaks through the ground, within five weeks, it grows 90 feet tall. Now the question is, does it grow 90 feet tall in five weeks or five years? The answer is obvious. It grows 90 feet tall in five years. Because at any time that person stopped watering and nurturing and fertilizing that dream, that bamboo tree would have died in the ground. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Like those things are yeah. bubbling. Yeah, I never even... Um, I used to talk to my wife about it. Mm. And she used to always say, yeah, yeah, you know, just wait, you know, wait. And then we, you know had the baby and everything. I was like, okay, right. let me wait. You know, when am I going to find time with work and everything to really get a podcast started? But meeting you 
and us having the same shared vision mm. just made it skyrocket, man. So I, I appreciate you, man. Hey, thank you, know? you for that, brother. And then you come with expertise. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so you're built for this. <sighs> appreciate you know? that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things you pick up along the way and you don't know when you're going to use them. Right. Uh-huh. You just kind of keep them in your toolbox. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then you pull them out as and when. Right. Um, so, yeah, if, if it's going to be something that is for the cause mm-hmm. and to help us tell our own narrative, right. that's what we've been doing with Global Brothers Podcast. Mm-hmm. We've been helping to tell that narrative of diaspora yeah. and Africa and that bridge. There's so many people who need a voice, <clears throat> right. who are dope, who are global citizens, who influence, who bless others who are selfless, and, and we want to be that voice. Mm. You know, I remember probably 2000, and I'm kicking myself for this, about 2007, 2008, I remember a friend of mine telling me I need to be on Facebook. I was like, what? And then Instagram came, and I was like, you ain't on Facebook or Instagram? I was like, no. I didn't get on until, I didn't get on Facebook until 2014. Is that right? Yeah. And then I got on Instagram, I don't know, two years ago. You know, but they used to tell me, you're a person that needs to share and give yeah. and, you know, there's things that you say or what you're about. And I'd be like, what, really? I didn't know what the platform was. Mm-hmm. And the then power I, of it. Yeah. Then I got on Facebook and I was like, oh, I see what they mean. Yeah. Because I learned a lot and, you know, I'm not on Facebook too much anymore, but Instagram is definitely a tool mm-hmm. that could be used in a positive way. Yeah. So. A lot of, a lot of exchange that we can do. And obviously, like, you know, with our, with our show, um, we we uh, we depend a lot on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in terms of video wise, uh, so much video is consumed every day. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 just the number one medium. Yeah, it, t- it took over TV. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. It took over TV. I don't even watch TV. No, I mean just no. just YouTube. I just watch YouTube. YouTube. Like so. And then these the podcast platforms. It's great. The Global Brothers podcast is on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Google Music. Parts, Apple Music, all of that. Yeah. So you know, I mean, we just heard people were driving to and listening to Global Brothers podcast wherever fine podcasts are played. Right. <laughs> Download now. Exactly. Yeah, but no, somebody just told me they were listening to Marsha Fry. Driving to Abu Dhabi. Okay. That's dope, man. Definitely. You know? Yeah, because that's, that's about a 45-minute... Uh, 49. 49-minute feature yeah. that we did with Marsha Fry. Yeah, yeah. shout-out to Marsha. Great. About Style interview. Magazine. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, the magazine, Hurt Magazine, just came out uh, on the 15th. January yeah. Yeah. edition. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's dope. I saw it uh, the other day. Man. Yeah, um, man. Yeah, so 2019, uh, a lot happened. Our launch... We interviewed a lot of interesting people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Going Global Book came out. As well. March 2019. 2019, wow. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. 2019 was great, man. Yeah. And, and, and that word global was the key word, really. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because think about how much we traveled as well in 2019. Right. You went to uh, Tanzania and Kenya, Kenya. Yeah. In 2019. In yeah. 2019. And then I went to the USA in, in, in uh, what was that? DC, uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Florida. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All and then in drum roll, brrr, end of the year. Ghana, Black Stars. Man, bro, that was an experience. Pause. 2020 is not just a new year, it's a new decade. Significant, yeah. Quite significant, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
a lot of things are aligning mm -hmm. for 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 our vision for the podcast, but as well for for um, just our mission being closer, you know, to the motherland. You yeah. Know? Um, as we're starting to see, so many people are coming across our path that 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 can add to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the point of Global Brothers Podcast is to highlight brothers and sisters doing things on in a global way and having a global impact. Yeah. Um, yeah, most of the people we interview, they're not only global travelers, global citizens, mm -hmm. doing things, uh, living prosper, but they have a social consciousness, most, most of them. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't even know any of our, our uh, we always get to how important it is to make an impact in Africa, yeah. almost every um, uh, interview. So. And with most people, it's not it's not even a preconceived notion. It just comes up. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. We it just comes know. up like this is who they are. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. like, oh, we know that we, like, like we knew that we were drawn to this person for exactly. a certain reason or whatever. Or like this is pulled it out of them. Right. If you can remember, even young mm -hmm. Zay Hilfiger. Shout out to Zay Hilfiger, yeah. uh, Mr. Juju on the V. <laughs> remember, he even said he wants to do an African tour, and he yeah, said, "Now popping in Nigeria." That's true. I mean, how's a 19-year-old? When I was 19, I wasn't thinking about the continent, right? No. But this kid is saying, man, I'm popping in Nigeria, and then he showed us his analytics yep. on Spotify, exactly. all of the hits in Ghana and Nigeria. That's, that's huge. So something big has happened with you. Yeah. Just coming back from Ghana. Yeah. Year of return. Um, what were some of the experiences? I mean, I know there's so much to mention, but like, for instance, uh, something that we talked about before you went was um, how you're going to feel when you went to the slave dungeons. Yeah. Which I think you called the the biggest crime scene in history. Yeah, I, and, and I mean that with all the respect in the world. I don't want to disrespect uh, Cape Coast, uh, uh, Ghana, or the, the, the country. But the way I felt was um, knowing what happened and being taken around by Mr. Blankston and having him talk about how gruesome and horrific it was, the conditions, yeah. um, leading up to going to the slave castles or dungeons. Mm. Um, and then of course, the transatlantic slave trade. And then of course, we know what happened once uh, the African men and women got to wherever they went. It's a crime. Absolutely. It's a flat out crime. So that is the crime scene. Well, you see what they call it now, human trafficking. Exactly. This ex exactly. Yeah. So um, uh, I was very emotional, but, um, you know, it's funny. There was a group of 34 people uh, who I was with, and um, they were most, you know, primarily from the USA. And there were some women who got together at the end of the tour mm. and they had a huddle, just like a football team. Yeah. They were in a huddle and they let go, all of them. And there was this comfort that they had while the guys sat on the steps and just were in their own world. Nobody even spoke to each other. The guys, we didn't even speak to each other. We were just in his gaze. And um, so that was the 29th of December. December 31st, when the clock struck midnight, or actually when they were counting down, three, two, one, whatever, Happy New Year, mm -hmm. me. Tears. I walked, 
when people were happy new year, I had already, three, two, one, I had already let it out. I was walking out of the club or the, the, the party I was at and I walked down the street and I was just texting my mother. Like, I can't believe, like, we, so, two hours later, I'm in a Uber, I got two brothers in the back who are in the group with me, we're going to another party, and the brother in the back said, hey Heath, hey man, I apologize, um, I lost it during the countdown. He said, it came out. I said, you didn't see me? I left. He goes, yeah, I wonder where you went, but I, he lost it. Right. So I had to think back, and I was like, yeah, you were. I saw him, but I was wondering if he saw me, so I got out of it. <laughs> right. And see how guys are? You know, like, I'm yeah. like, the, the girls huddled the up. Had, right, they yeah, and the guys are like, I'm out of there. The guy don't feel like shameful or something. Exactly, right? and it took me to hold it. two days for, for me to, to re out. release. Right. Yeah. And but it was. With, but with both of you, you're emotional about what you saw the there. The entire experience. I asked him why, and he said, uh, everything. I was like, me too. Not just Cape Coast, but we're home, it's the new year, it's a new decade, and I'm in Ghana. Right. And I'm, you know, I mean, you could feel the ancestors all around you, not just in Cape Coast, everywhere. Just everywhere. You're home, yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. So. Powerful man. Um, how did it feel the um, the 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 welcome, the reception? Yeah. From from Ghanaians. It was all love. As a matter of fact, and, and you might you might understand this even living here in Dubai, uh, when you see groups of African people, um, I was getting off of buses, out of Ubers walking in the grocery stores and thinking, so it's like my high school cafeteria. Like all these people look familiar. Right. Or this looks like my church or this looks like my grocery store at home. Okay. In the hood, you know, where I grew up or whatever. So yeah, it was very welcoming and there was no communication issues. It was all love, 100% love. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Ghana is very welcoming. So. The vibe, obviously, was very festive, year of return kind yeah. of thing. So many different events happening, like you were telling me. Like, you know, speak on that a bit. Just, just, just the, <laughs> the craziness of taking that all in. Right. It was actually too much for me. Yeah. I had to, I had to pass on a couple things. And I, and I missed some things that I probably should have went to. Right. But it was exhausting <laughs> too because, much. yeah, I mean, every... First of all, there was things going on concurrently or simultaneously, so you couldn't make it to everything, yeah. or you had to leave, you know, do two hours here and go somewhere else. But um, Afro Nation was three three days. Big event, huh? Huge. Um, Afrochella, I think, had two or three, I'm not sure, uh, stages, and that was one whole day event. Right. And shout out to Adina. Adina, she's, she's a star, as a matter of fact. I hate to digress, but I was in a, a restaurant mm -hmm. uh, and her song came on, one of her hit songs came on. Just on the radio? Yeah. Right. And I immediately text Kwame, shout out to Kwame, I immediately text him and then uh, I asked the waitress, I said, who is this? She says, Adina. Right. I was like, that's dope. 
you know, like I'm in, I'm in her space. Right. Her music comes on. It was just dope. But anyway, um, there was a lot going on. Um, during the day, there was festivals, uh, business forums, uh, things for entrepreneurs. So they they really did a good job of the networking pieces. As right? well, yeah. Yeah, but then at night there was a, there was something going on every night. Turn up. Oh my goodness. Turn up. Turn up. Turn yeah, up. Especially New Year's. Yeah. Do 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 Ghanaians know how to party? They do. <laughs> they do. But the diaspora. Right. Came. They came out. The diaspora came. I mean, there was people from. The beauty of it, like, I saw a group of Ethiopian girls, but they were from UK. Okay. Right? Right. And then I saw some teachers, uh, I think they might have been black Americans, but they worked in China. So those people came, like, from Dubai, like me, I went, right? right. There's people from all around the world, especially the Caribbean, coming over. Descending on. Yeah, yeah, the diaspora came from everywhere around the world. Ground zero. Yeah, not just, you know, some Americans or some, some British. No, they came from wherever they work or live back to Ghana. That was beautiful, man. That's lovely. Yeah. And, and no problems? I didn't see any problem, I'm trying to think. No, as a matter of fact, um, I videotaped myself leaving Afrochella and there was so much traffic. I said, well, you know what, let me just walk. And it was people everywhere, okay? Let me look like New York City. Right. I said, let me just walk as far as I can yeah. before I call my Uber. Because if I call my Uber here, then it's going to take them too long to get to, to me. Get to, yeah. Right, so let me get past this, this cluster of traffic. I probably walked three kilometers, four kilometers. And it was refreshing because I was like, safe? It's love? I mean, I just see people. I mean, it was, it was like being at home. Yeah, safer than being at home, actually. Dope, man. <laughs> yeah, it was cool, man. Huh. Yeah. Now, the food in Ghana. Yeah. I think you said that you got sick when you uh, like when you went, yeah? Yeah, not from the food. Not I, the food. I believe, okay, so um, we were told to, you know, make sure we cover ourselves with, uh, uh, what is it called? Insect, uh, mosquito, uh, mosquito, mosquito, mosquito repellent. repellent. Yeah. So uh, to cover ourselves with repellent and take a, a malaria pill. Mm. Well, the malaria pill made me sick because it's a little dose of malaria. A little bit of malaria, right? Yeah. So I mean, people were like, "You took that? No, I'll take a malaria pill before." <laughs> yeah, and I didn't get bit by a mosquito or anything. So yeah, I was down for two days, mm. uh, and I had the symptoms of malaria. But they told me, they said malaria doesn't, if you get bit, you'll get it 10 to 14 days later. So I knew I didn't have malaria. Okay. But when I, was, when I told um, someone that I took a malaria pill, they were like, yeah, you're having a, a reaction from it. Right. So I didn't take it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I won't be taking a malaria pill anymore. No. And now you got your yellow card, so no problem. Yeah, the yellow fever shot. Yeah, I wasn't worried about yeah, anything. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I remember when we, when we had... Uh, MKO on, yeah. he was a Nigerian artist, a Nigerian brother, he, uh, we did bring up the whole argument of the Jollof rice. I threw that out there a couple Nigeria times. Nigeria, Ghana. Yeah, yeah, I tried, I couldn't get them to engage though, because there wasn't any Nigerians, that, you know, right. but the two, two times, because uh, I had a lot of Jollof, I think I had Jollof four or five times when I was there, and at least twice I said, ah, I think I like Nigerian Jollof better. And they would laugh, you know. Right. I wanted, I wanted an argument. I wanted a, you know, right. some type of. Yeah, no, they laughed. They were, they were good sports. It's probably if we go to Nigeria and say that it's a problem. <laughs> and see, that's why I think that 
Ghana must be right. Right. Because when you're sure of something, you don't really get upset. That's true. And well, reactive. Let me, let me let you in on a secret. <laughs> and MKO, if you were watching, yeah. I think theirs is better. Ghana. Yeah. I think it's better. Yeah. I had it four or five times. I liked it each. I mean, I kept ordering it. Right. Yeah, there's times where I have Joel off and I'm like, eh. I had it here in Dubai. I don't know who made it here, but yeah. Okay. It, it was better. And what else can we look forward to on a trip to Ghana in terms of, uh, in terms of the food, entertainment? Man, they have whatever you want. I mean, there's Jamaican restaurants, there's the clubs, okay? They have, they have everything. Mm. Um, you know, it's affordable, okay? It's clean. Um, you know, I mean, there's, there's, there are some infrastructure situations, if you want to talk about that, yeah. that, that really bothered me when I first got there. Uh, but then as I started to move around, I started to see differently. And it would be the same way if you go to any major American city. Anywhere. Right, yeah, yeah but Everywhere when I first got there, I was like, okay, hold up now. But then I started to see, oh, okay. There's hoods, there's low income, there's middle class, and there's upper class. So, yeah, but um, as far as the nightlife, Ghana was primed. I mean, a lot of people said that they might not be ready mm. for the influx of people. Yes. And you know, who's gonna be ready for that, right? You know, what, they're not even ready for Expo 2020 here yet. But they did a very good job. They did a very good job. And you can tell by that from this, the, the, the responses and the testimonials from people who, who left. I've been seeing so many things yeah, in the news. All like, positive. Uh, people just talking about it and talking about it. and. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of uh, black celebrities and and and, and um, influencers mm -hmm. are even getting citizenship to certain, to various African countries, not only just Ghana. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was refreshing to see Akon. Uh, <coughs> shout out to Akon. Uh, big big shouts to Akon, man. Major inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. It was good seeing him. Boris Kojo, who who I, I actually when I introduced myself to him and. I told him, thank you. I said, you did this. This was at Afrochella. Right. right. I said, you did this. Literally, remember, 2018 is when they all went over. Mm. Okay, and then they, they, they got this ball rolling. So, shout out to Boris and, 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 and uh, his organization and what he's doing. But the major shout out goes to and, and the president. Yeah. Yeah. He has a vision. He gets it. He respects the diaspora. And I think that is why Nigeria... And I believe Sierra Leone is uh, planning something yeah, as well. Yeah, Benin. Yeah. Yeah. Benin, yeah. 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 So sometimes it only takes one person. That's the thing. Yeah. Because think about dominoes. Exactly. One domino has to tip over for the rest of them to tip exactly. over. Exactly. Yeah. And then tick, 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 tick. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about impact, right. you know, in, in regards to what the president of Ghana did yeah. in Boris and, and, and that small group of people, 1% of the U.S. population participated in the civil rights movement, and look what change they made. Mm. Just 1%. Not everybody was on board. It was people sitting back. Um, you know, northern people hated, you know, uh, the movement. You know, they thought it was... A lot of people were anti. Yeah, right. A lot were anti. Yeah. And they made significant progress right. for, for Americans. So... Right. So yeah. just this, this handful of... Diaspora, yeah, can start a movement 
imagine in like four or five years where that's going to lead to. Exactly. The economy is, is, is affected positively. The awareness, we get to go home, we get to, 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 to feel uh, and experience, you know, our roots. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so much. This is, this is a, an immeasurable experience for us. And then we look at the, we look at the kick-on effects because now it's uh, beyond the return. Right, exactly. Um, the, the tourism um, that came out of that, I think, what were you saying uh, in terms of the visas that they did the previous year? To yeah, and it, I'm sure it went up. Uh, I got the number halfway, like maybe mid-December. Mid it was 57,000 visas issued in 2018, mm -hmm. 580,000 visas issued in 2019. That's exponential. Exactly. So some of those visas are going to be single entry, maybe three month visas, right. but some will be two and three year visas. We can, we can probably anticipate more people coming next year. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's always going to be, I think from that, when you go from 58,000 to 580,000 or something like that, probably next year, there's going to be 200, 300,000 people. Yeah, because I guess that, that, was, that was a significant exactly. uh, event happening all throughout the year, the calendar right. year, different things happening all the time. Right. And it's not going to drop, yeah. okay, because um, there's, out of the 10 uh, fastest growing countries in the world, Africa has seven of the 10 countries. Ghana's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very um, encouraging. Yeah. You know, to understand that, because as we say, like, you know, a lot has to do with awareness, mm -hmm. um, people not being afraid right. to uh, step outside their comfort zone. But again, comfort zone is all about what you know, isn't it? Right. Yeah. But if you um, now, if you know people that have been to a certain place, mm -hmm. you're more likely to take their advice. That, yeah. Hey, you should go there. It's nice. We had a good mm -hmm. time. Yeah. OK. So and so went there. They had a good time. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Let's right. do a family trip, or at least like husband and wife, or like friends together, kind of. Yeah, thing. social media helps, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, it helped a lot. And if you can remember what Aethcon said uh, when we when we met with him, mm. um, one of the things that stuck with me is you're not even you're not so much helping Africa, Ooh. you're helping yourself. Helping yourself. I can diaspora help, you know, like, yeah. of course, go visit. Well, I mean, you're not really helping. You're helping yourself by doing that. Anyway, you're not yeah. helping Africa. Yeah. You're helping yourself. Because yeah. okay. think about it. Diaspora, really, they're not being... Think about it. In America, there's only one system, and it's for one group of people. Right. Yeah. Nobody's happy. Nobody's being treated fairly. Nobody's equal. That's a minority. So how are you helping Africa? you actually helping yourself by creating that for yourself there. Because there's an area where you control... You can bring back your finances, you can bring back your education, you can bring back your resources, you can bring back your talent, you can bring back yourself. So you add to the population now. Intellectual property. Right. And you know what I mean? So back, just yeah. imagine if we brought more to it and we created a system for ourselves that allowed us to grow and, you know, empower each other. That so system, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, every, every other nationality does it but us. Right. So the opportunity there is also limitless. I looked at, uh, when I was in Cape Coast, um, driving to Cape Coast took two and a half hours. And from? From Accra. Okay. And just looking at the, the coastline of all the undeveloped property. And then some of the, you know, there was towns on the way that were underdeveloped that also needed, you know, uh, to, to be uh, developed. Well. That's opportunity there. Opportunity there. There's land throughout the whole region. Tell, 
tell us about the land, brother, the land that the sister offered you. Yeah, so uh, shout out to, uh, I think it was called One Africa Health and Beauty Resort. Okay. Health, Spa, and Beauty Resort. Uh, there was this lady. That's in Accra. No, it was in Cape Coast. That's in Cape Coast. Yeah. One Africa Health and Beauty Spa. Resort. Yeah, yes. Okay. Beautiful place. And uh, that's where we stopped after we went to the slave uh, dungeons. Right. So we were we were very emotional, you after know, that. leaving that. And we went there to get something to eat. Shout out to Glenn Singleton and, and the family that uh, from from the states that that, that uh, we all met over there. But we were we were debriefing in in different groups, leaving the, the slave castle. And we we met at One Africa. And this food was off the chain. I mean, it just brought us to like, I mean, it was some of the best home-cooked meals outside looking at the ocean, looking at the Atlantic Ocean. It was beautiful. And we hardly had any conversation. You know, we were eating and everyone was like, this is pretty good. <laughs> so this lady, um, she might have been seven, between 70, 80 years old. She gets on a, well, no, she comes around and she introduces herself, makes her acquaintance, and then she gets on a microphone and says, hey, you guys like the food? She goes, I can answer that. I can see your plates, right? And then she introduced her son, she introduced herself, she gave us a thorough history of One Africa Health and Beauty Spa. Right. Told us 33 years ago where she started. Her, her son came over 22 years ago. Very beautiful place. So she's black American? Yeah, okay. yeah. And um, <clears throat> Ghanaian citizen now. Dope. I think uh, 2009 she got her Ghanaian citizenship. And just so it's possible. There's a path to citizenship. Definitely, definitely. You know, it's the buzzword in America. Right, right. There's a path to citizenship. Uh huh. So come to Ghana. There's a path to citizenship. Definitely, here. yeah. Um, you know, they just were awarded, uh, I think, 120. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Citizenship. But so anyway, she goes on and on. She gives a shout out to these four beautiful elders. They were they were women, uh, over off to the side. She spoke about them and their trek to Ghana and how they never went home back to the USA right. and then she said I got 400 acres of land and you guys are welcome to it and you know my my ears and everything I mean my light bulb went off 400 acres yeah as a matter of fact I was looking at the ladies and looking at her and looking at the sun and was like I think this is home, like for real home. Right. And I looked at the ladies and I thought of my mother. Right. I was like, okay, all right, thanks, Scott. Okay, jackpot. That's the sign enough. That was it. So then we left there. Uh, we spent, you know, we spent a little time there. Took taking pictures and 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 um, she woke us up. You know, we were we were feeling really down from being at the slave castle. Right. And then we just had this energy and we start talking about our future, everybody. Then we went to Coconut Grove Resort and that's where we stayed. And that was off the chain, beautiful. Dri yeah, and driving from the castle to One Africa to Coconut Grove and then back past each of those places to Accra, you kept seeing promise, like development, like opportunity all the way and I'm like what think about um, California's coastline yeah Malibu Santa Barbara um, all those beaches one of the uh, things that stuck in my mind uh, 
I was thinking about, I was almost, as she was speaking, I was almost there. Like I was like, okay, this is where I'm gonna be. So I started thinking about everything, you know, development. And I thought, okay, insurance, natural disasters, hurricanes, you're on the coastline. Right. So I said, hey, is there ever any hurricanes or flooding or, she goes, no, all of the storms go the opposite direction towards the west. So out to sea. Well, think about it. Every storm goes towards the Caribbean and towards the USA. That's what I mean, right? Yeah, towards the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. It doesn't go the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. It comes down and goes west. So she's told me that she saw, she's, she's seen storms that develop, but they never come this way. They always go that way. And I say, yeah, that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. They're yeah. covered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, leaving, I saw so much development. There was houses, um, new new construction, foundations being broken mm. all throughout uh, Cape Coast. And she's sitting on 400 acres. Now this 400 acres, what do we need to do? We need to buy it all up and develop it because it's going to be bought up and developed. One way or another. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And the government is not going to wait until we decide to invest in Africa. Yeah. Okay? So uh, the locals, the government, uh, private sector is going to have to gobble that up because, as you know, China, you know, the UK, big business, they can buy our whole coastline. Easily. Yeah. So. And see, that's when collective bargaining comes in. Mm-hmm. Group economics and collective bargaining. Definitely. If 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 people pool their resources, mm-hmm. that could be a like that could be a massive job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that much. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so 2020, a lot of big, exciting things coming up. Uh, I don't even got to ask you for me, but you know, like the people need to know what's coming up next for us. There's so much. Um, you know, Morris. Okay. Yeah, Morris Sinclair. Shout out to him. Um, I saw so many people on the ground, Ghanaians, uh, doing big things. KOD. um, Our guy MKO goes there to perform, and Chantel and Makeba. Chantel Riley. Yeah, they they're they're there. They're all throughout West Africa doing big things. There's so many people um, who are going to to not just to Ghana. Once again, Akon. Right? I mean, you know. Massive. Yeah. So there's so, there's so much going on. I, I can't even, uh, once again, it's immeasurable. But um, the things that I saw um, in, 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 in my field, education. Right. Okay. Um, I'm, I have a, I'm going to be scheduling a meeting with the Ministry of Education when I go back. Uh, because I want to help. I want, I want to go and see where, where I can make an impact there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, much, so much opportunity. Definitely. And all those people that were mentioned, uh, except KOD, not yet, but all the people that were mentioned actually touched Global Brothers Podcast. Yeah. You know, so we've been able to interact with those people, mm-hmm. DJ Neptune, another one. How about that? You know, that's doing massive things. Great things. So, Adina. Um, Adina, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. You know who I just con- uh, got in contact with, and shout out to PY. PY. Okay, he's on the ground in Ghana, he's doing big things as well. And we were just uh, texting the other night. So, I'll be seeing him in a few weeks. He's doing weeks. films, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's doing some big things. Yeah. So um, it's exciting. Um, you know, when we return, we're gonna we're gonna get more information on what's happening in Ghana. It was great that they started the Beyond the Return 
during the year of return. Yes. You know, that, 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 that public announcement was great. That inspired a lot of people to keep going. People need to know that this is, is going to keep going. Right. You know, there's, there's, there's going to be a knock-on effect. Because uh -huh. uh, everyone was asking, and if you remember, like, even I was asking you before you went, I was like, find out what's next. Exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah. I'm relieved and glad that there is a plan going forward. Yeah. There's a lot of initiatives. And once again, it's all about getting the information. Yeah. You know, so uh, like I said, when we return, we have to get back over there and get the information. Uh, I'm planning to spend 30 days. Amazing, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna spend the whole month of February in Ghana. That's the plan. Lots so, I'm coming back. I'm returning. <laughs> yes. And if you remember, I told you uh, when I came back from um, from Zanzibar, I was telling you that um, we're gonna be doing a lot more features in Africa. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what the plan but is. But now look know. at the, look See at how the realization works. of that. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Life, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I got you some, some gifts from the motherland. Gifts for me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Nice gifts. Hey, uh, some really nice souks there. Oh. Yeah. Man. Yes, man. Man, you know I mess with this. Yes, yes. Uh, shout, you got to shout out Morris Sinclair from Morrisology. Heavy. For this, this is for you, my brother. Number one in tourism. Yes, in yes, Ghana. yes. I go for less.com. Got you uh, some skin care products, oh, soaps. Yeah. Oh, yeah, keep it fresh. Yeah, keep it fresh. yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, those are coconut based. Coconut All right. based yeah, and made, shea butter. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it says handcrafted in Ghana. Exactly. I love that. Handcrafted in Ghana. Right. Now, this here. Took me a lot, but uh. Oh, there's more. I got you what you wanted, my brother. What is this? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, these yes. are the currency beads. Yes, the currency beads. These are the currency yeah. beads. Yeah, handmade. Same, the currency beads of God. Handmade. Yes, this is what Morris wore when he came to Dubai. Right. Mm -hmm. so, how, yeah. so, about how much am I wearing right now? Oh, uh, heavy. well, you're worth a lot more than without it. That's heavy. You know? Your Bro. stock has risen. It's <laughs> very heavy. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. feels significant, man. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the weight of that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, there's some nice pieces, man. Appreciate Wanted to you. definitely bring you something back. The year of return was definitely an eye-opener. Right. And beyond the return is going to be even bigger. Looking so, forward to it, man. Yeah. Big thanks. Definitely. Definitely. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, brother. Hey. Yes. Mr. Worldwide.